This is the Make America Grape Again podcast, produced and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona Wine Monk. In this podcast, we explore wines from all 50 states in the United States of America. Welcome to another fun episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast. Got another large crew tonight. You all know me, I'm Cody Burkett, Cody Vladimir Burkett, whatever you want to call me, CSW. Around the table we go, we start over here. Adam Huge. Adam, as I said before, works as a cellar-handed winery in redacted town. (laughs) Bree Nation. Bree is a veteran of a couple of the old uh, uh, Wine Monk podcasts. This is, I think, her first... Uh, on the Make America Great Again podcast. Kim Musket. Returning to us once again, our fabulous Norton aficionado. Megan Vanny Vitti Drinky. And Megan, of course, is our oval label snarker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tonight's focus is uh, a new craze that's kind of shaking the wine world by storm, especially the natural wine world. Uh, let's just say there ain't no regrets when you're drinking piquettes. Let's yeah, try to be more excited about this. God. Uh, by the way, I want to thank uh, Native... Native Species Winery in Michigan for uh, letting us use that slogan. Uh, they, we also have some stickers for everybody, courtesy of Mitch, who's there. Uh, Pippin is also joining us tonight, but uh, right now he's snacking. <laughs> Wait, this one doesn't have... There we go. So, okay, you said score this one underneath. Yeah, it's kind of a real pain in the ass to open. So why'd you do it like that? Because it looks cool. It does look cool. <laughs> That's true. I also didn't think it was going to be that challenging. Well, live and learn. But it's worth It's fine. It's worth it. This other one that's got a half dip so you can actually open it. And if you really want something, you have to work for it, Ken. It's true. This is definitely true of this one. <laughs> so, uh, well, I struggle. I'm happy to help if you'd like. She's had practice opening these bottles. Ah, maybe that'll be good. So, what the fuck is a piquette? And how is it different than a pet nap? Well, so a lot of piquettes are actually made pet nat style, but piquette is kind of a secondary product. So you take your grape skin pomace from the press after making a white or a rosé wine, you add water back to the pomace, and then you soak out any remaining sugars and then, you know, all the other fun organic compounds that make wine interesting. Um, Let it hang out on the skins for a few days while you get the fermentation going. So it's also kind of an orange wine in that way. And then press it again, and then finish fermentation and tank. <laughs> you is... are struggling so hard with that. <laughs> I will let the so ladies. Close. <laughs> so close. It's just gonna, just kind of system your age, really. Uh, oh, you almost <laughs> had it. I just had to touch it. I, I loosened it for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just had to touch it. <laughs> Do you want me to pour it for you? Just yeah. Just a So what's this first one? So this was, um, this was my little special project toward the very tail end of harvest. It actually not even really, uh, 
I never had Piquet, and I didn't really know much about it before Eric approached me at Page Springs and asked, you know, if I had one. Oh. And should we make one? And so Corey immediately was like, fuck that, I don't want this weird project. And I was like, I think it sounds cool. And Corey was like, awesome. Your problem, not mine. <laughs> so that, that does sound like a very Corey thing. Yeah. So I just I did a bunch of research, and um, Eric actually reached out to a couple of wineries that specialize in Pecan on the East Coast to try to glean some knowledge, and we just kind of went for it. So this was actually made from Vidal Blanc grapes, and specifically it was from an ice wine pick. Um, oh, yeah. Before we get into that, because Cheers. Kim has complained before about us not posting the video post podcast Cheers. to make America great again. So this was an ice wine pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we actually left some Vidal Blanc out at Bruzy Vineyard in Young Arizona hanging for dessert wine. And then we had that super cold snap happen. And so... It was like, I think, 18 degrees when we picked, Um, but we went through all of that cold weather picking just so that the grapes weren't frozen. So we had to freeze them in the truck. Mm. So that's a cryo wine, I think, is the term. Yeah, it's not technically a nice wine. We just are used to calling it that. So for the record, for those playing at home, this is made in here in Arizona, and People are trying to do ice wine in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, young is so like the least idiotic place to drive. Yeah, I mean it's very cold there. You failed. I missed. You failed you so hard. <laughs> I did. Adam got it. I got it. <laughs> All right, we have to do it again later. No, it has to happen organically. Just fail. So. We did the size wine pick, and it was our last pick of harvest. It was in, like, November, so... Yeah, you asked me to go, and I said, fuck no. And I was like, I don't want to go either, so I get it. It doesn't actually kind of, like, in y'all's defense, doesn't it actually make sense for you to try and pick this colder anyway, because it's higher elevation? It's just... Yeah, so this vineyard is in Young, Arizona, Bruzy Vineyard. It's the only one that grows without Blanc, to my knowledge. Correct. I don't think anyone else does either. So every few years we'll get some fruit off that one that you can do late harvest on we've been a few years since we've yeah. made some from there but this fruit's gorgeous yeah we got some it, did add, yeah. it added a super interesting challenges to the piquette specifically because after pressing it it basically created these giant like ice blocks with grapes in them and so <laughs> so like my pot was like frozen in like chunks and I added like the hottest water I could get and it just chilled the water so I had to put heaters <laughs> space heaters underneath a tarp uh, over my bins to get them warm enough to even begin a fermentation oh wow that's hilarious yeah and so a lot of people will just use the yeast that's still on the Promise to start that. Yeah. But if you're doing an ice wine, you can't do that. Right, exactly, because all those yeast are dead now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
fermented it. It did have more skin contact time than I would have liked, but I learned a lot and can't wait to, you know, go into next harvest and make more piquettes. I think knowing it it, what I know now. I think it made it kind of interesting having a little more yeah. skin contact. Like you said, it's more like an orange. It's just the it's like an orange. I'm yeah. really curious to see what this will be like compared to the actual uh, labeled orange from Old Westminster. Mm-hmm. It's got, again, those tannins, but it also makes me think of uh, apples. Like some of those more cider apples that we find in them have tannins and stuff in them and well, it totally a little bit of almost like spice. Yeah. Cider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. If I, uh, yeah, if I didn't know better, I'd probably say that this was the cider. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. it tastes like. Totally. Okay. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, it has that kind of like oxidized apple-y. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a low alcohol, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's just What's the percentage? It's 7%. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, so, it's like cider or beer then. Yeah, and it's great because it's going to be our favorite creek wine this year. It's going to be your, oh, your creek wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is this the first vaguely sparkling thing Paige Springs has ever done? Yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah I like this. Yeah, it's very pretty. I'm I still like mad it. at you. Now I have to make this next year, so. But you also get to drink it, so. That's true. What are you thinking about doing piquette wise next year? We're going to do the doll block again, but we're just going to do the regular pick, not the ice wine pick, mm. if we do an ice wine pick. And then Malvasia. The trend, yeah, might work oh, well, we too. We were thinking about Gewurztraminer, too. Where are you getting Gewurztraminer? Oh, from, um, from what's her name? Lady. Lady. Yeah, Fiona. Oh, yeah, that'd be real fun. Mm-hmm. It's cool apricot flavors, for sure. And, yeah. and lychee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, hers always has, like, a really beautiful, like, white tea characteristic. Yeah, that'd be too. really pretty. Ah, she does like, That don't have, like, she a grows good to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'll make a cool piquette. I think muscat would be kind of fun. Well, good news. I might do some muscat. Is there a muscat mm-hmm. one? Next up oh, is nice. the uh, muscat of Alexandria from... Nice. Uh, I thought using some of the Bonita muscat this coming year would be... You should. Because it had some fun kind of lighter fruit notes to it this year. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play with it. Those are... Come on. Because <laughs> you don't want him. Mm-hmm. I'm really digging this. This is light. This is refreshing. My, yeah. my immediate thought is... I'm not sure I want to pair this with anything. I just kind of want to... Oh, it's a creek drinking. Yeah, sit yeah. by oh. that spot on the creek. Mm-hmm. We had a good tacos one time. Oh, we did have it. So good. We did have a tacos, and it was pretty was amazing. So that reminds me, one of the future oh, yeah. tastings that I want to do is Riesling. Mm-hmm. And I would like us to do... Uh, pork and sauerkraut tacos with that. Mm. Ooh, that sounds fun. But anyway, we'll talk more about that in a bit. Um, be delicious. Mm. I just drank this whole bottle myself. Yeah. Um, for the record, I'd like to keep a glass worth left of at least three of these. Um, oh, but, yeah. uh, for photography tomorrow on my friend's deck while I'm uh, feeding her cat oh, cool. in Jerome. And nice. so I figured I'm going to some nice photos while I'm there. I was your shirt. I don't want uh, to too much tomorrow or tonight. I have work tomorrow. Yeah. I have lots to do. Lots to do. Oh, yeah, this is nice. Glad you like it. I hadn't even tried to pick up before I made this, so. That's impressive. This was the first pick up I ever tried. did very, very well. Cool. Yes. Thanks. Oh, also, what's fun about the label? Yes, tell us about the label before I hand that over to Megan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
you can. Uh, it's, I actually like it, so. Thanks. Yeah. So the label is cool. Yeah, so Luke, um, who, those of you who don't know Luke, he's an artist, but he also is our brand ambassador at Page Spring Sellers. And he's done a lot of our like design work over the years. And he took a sample of the wine, boiled it down, and then used it like a watercolor to paint. Oh, that's this. cool. And then um, he also just, the lettering, the font is just like calligraphy that he did. And he just went through a bunch of styles. So he completely designed that. And then also what turned out super awesome in the original, the tartrate crystals dried onto the paper. And so it's like sparkly. Oh, it's cool. gorgeous. Cool. Are, are you going to have that hanging in the tasting room? It's actually my Christmas present. Aww. It's, it's so cool. Room. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Because it's like yeah. three kind of. There's like two circles yeah. and then the, the final. Oh, okay. Because so he had to do a bunch of tries. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, everything about this project has just been like super fun, even when it was challenging and. What was the most challenging part? Was it getting fermentation started or? No, I mean, it was, I mean, just think of how you feel at the end of harvest. You're exhausted (laughs) and you're like, oh, great. And I'm not going to take on another thing, but whatever. Yeah, you got a lot of And so dealing with the ice and it being too cold to ferment for days and trying to warm it up and then, you know, once it was finished and we're pressing it off, just we, it was super, super wicked tannic. So I actually had to find it for tannins. Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. it was just just one of the most tannic things I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> Especially I mean, you're, like you're in comparison con- yeah. to the weight of the product. Yeah. So. I mean, you're super, you're concentrated all the mm-hmm. tannins and trying to extract that in such a small volume. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also, like, we wanted to leave it unfiltered. So I, you know, it was a challenge. I do like that, that cloudiness, it. too. Mm-hmm. And then using a bright tank to carbonate it, bottling it one bottle at a time by hand with a homebrew kit from Keg. Crowd wrapping it. Oh my gosh. Boxing it up. Waxing. Palletizing it. Unboxing it. Waxing it. Boxing it back up. Unboxing it when we got the labeler fixed and running it through the bottling line to get labeled. So it's had a lot of hands-on time is what yeah. you're saying. It shows what saying a lot the labor more. cost that went into this does not... Uh, match the twelve ninety nine price point. Oh. This is twelve ninety nine. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I'm buying this by the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fitting. Okay. <laughs> so, is it for sale now? It just went on sale yesterday. Okay, well, all right. Get mine. I uh, may need you guys to go for me because probably by next week it'll be gone. Oh, I made a uh, hundred and five cases of it. Okay, so I have at least three weeks. She made a fairly big volume. Yeah. For the amount of work and everything. four days to bottle it. Yeah, you would think that it's such a smaller, like a smaller case count, but 100 plus cases of this? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Okay, so. Should hand sign this bottle, too? You should. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Who would like to read the back of the label? Not I. Sorry, that's my keys. And then we'll hand it over to Okay. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> this refreshing wine was created in a style known in France as Piquette. 
as these or after these grape, white grapes were pressed as whole clusters to be used in making a dry wine, the remaining skins and stems were pulled out of the press and covered with our spring water. The water extracted the remaining sugars and flavor, and then this new must was fermented just shy of dryness. Unlike our other wines, this was then bottled very young with a bit of petalance or sparkle. In France, Piquet is often enjoyed while working in the vineyards because its brisk acidity and fizz are invigorating and restorative. You heard of that? Yeah, I drink this at work all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for work a better day. Here's a marker. I don't have silver, but you need black. I have silver. Well, I think black would look better on that label. It's not a fine point, though. That's right. I'm going to make a free sign-up for you. Okay. Unless you want a picture without her signing. No, sign it. Okay. I think she should. Do you want me to sign it on the back label? Sure. Yeah, right. You shouldn't I'll just sign it where, on the other side of Eric's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or over Eric. No. <laughs> So next up, I'm going to hand this to you to open. Well, wait, no, we need to talk label first. (laughs) Well, why do you like it? All the reasons she just said, my God, how much work went into that. That's amazing. Melting or boiling down the the wine. That's fucking awesome. And I'm such a font freak, so the font is beautiful. And he, so he did that by hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's just a calligraphy pen. Yeah, that's awesome. Like and winner. Yeah, absolutely. So who would like to open wine number two? I open wine number one. I'll pop it open. Okay. I will hand you. Excuse me, Pippin. Don't bite me. So wine number two. Is another Piquet? No, really? On the Piquet wow. podcast. Here. Another Piquet? Thank you. So the first one was a 750. This is a 500 mil. Ooh, I see some sediment in that as you're pouring. Mm-hmm. This one's 97. Alcohol. So this is the Saculum Cellars 2020 Piquette Moscato Alexandria. Hmm. Unfiltered, sort of chilled, Wilcox ABA, white table wine. No mention, of course, or discussion about what Piquette is. And it looks like a beer bottle. Yeah. And it smells like a beer made from Muscat. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it does have yeah. a sort of almost yeah. hoppy, musty it's character. Skunky, yeah. yeah. Well, like, so yours had more of that cloudiness to it. Mm-hmm. This is a lot clear, but when you pour, there's settlement in the bottle. Yeah, it's that, probably just yeah. tartrates. So he, he probably pet nat styled this then, and that's the settlement from the... I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I love that you don't like Pippin. I just don't like being bit. Well, he bit me just really like hard a, last time, and I'm still oh. a little shy about that. He flew on to me earlier. <laughs> like I was, I asked him, like, does he fly? This happens. I had my back turned. I felt something hit my back. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. Just ignore him half the time when they're on you. It's fine. I can't. I'm, I'm afraid of birds. Oh, okay. So it doesn't do me anything. I tried. I got used to him. I got better for a little while. And then, yeah, one day I went to say goodbye to him and he bit my finger, like, just bleeding. I'm like, I'm terrified ever since then. I feel bad. We made them sit the closest. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Pippin right now is doing his teething. 
Well, he, he like does, he holds his feet against my finger gently and yeah. licks. This is uh, a little bit here. brighter in color. Hmm? Yeah, this one's brighter. Yeah. Lighter, brighter. I wonder, I wish Michael was here and could tell us like, I know. how long his fermentation was. I mean, we could call him. I know, <laughs> right? You could. Do it. You're not busy, are you? <laughs> I don't want to bug him. He is always so busy. I know, I feel bad. He actually called me back the other day. Oh. Uh, which I was confused. I'm like, whose number is this? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I meant to have a beer with him and talk to Kat, and it just never happened. Hmm. Oh, well. It's definitely fuller body, too. You can tell us, like, yeah. so, certainly is a bottle conditioning anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and then also that little bit higher alcohol percentage definitely gives it some more mid palate weight. Mm-hmm. It does. But this, I do want to hear what's happening. Yeah, it's still crushable for still sure, but it to me, it's got more, like, yeah, more body, more weight to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I want to pair with ceviche. Or ceviche. So yeah, oh, ceviche. Something with some acid, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still really bright. It's got some good notes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have to say, yours is definitely, out of these two so far, the best. Well, thanks. I not mean, just, they're all their own characters. Yeah. I think... This is not bad. Like, it's got some bubbles, but yours had a little more fizz. But that's also the difference. You were able to carve it. Right. So you had more control over it versus doing a pet net. So, like, the difference, too, is pet net style, you're doing finishing the fermentation in the bottle, so you're bottle conditioning it. So if you don't time it right and you go too late or too early, too early might explode, too late... You just don't have the carbonation here. Right. So for those who uh, are listening who don't know what bottle conditioning is, uh, would you care to explain? Uh, basically, you're just you can you just bottle the wine at the end of fermentation while it's still going, and it finishes that fermentation in bottle, trapping the carbon dioxide in the bottle, and then that carbon dioxide becomes dissolved into the liquid. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the same com- uh, concept as using a bright tank to do it, um, force carving it, but... Um, That's the, so what the Italian is called the Charmant method, right? For Prosecco? Yeah, I mean, a Charmant tank is pretty much a bright yeah. tank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's traditional champagne is made that way. We do the second ter- fermentation in a bottle. Oh, that's it's right. the same, Yeah, it's the same concept for champagne. You're actually... Ex- Adding, adding a little sugar, yeah, mm-hmm. adding your dosage and yeast to the bottle. But also, if you can tell the difference between, like, uh, in tank, bright tank, or traditional method in bottle, or bottle condition, by the size of the bubbles. Yeah, the they're smaller really huge bubbles. Yeah. That's usually, that's In a tank, carved. yeah. It's force carved, medium is kind of in tank, or traditional method is a lot smaller. And that has to do with the actual volume. So smaller volume, smaller space. If you look in a bottle, you have a lot smaller head space versus a tank, you can have more space. Yeah. So that, that all has to do on the size of the vessel. Kevin made his voice known that he is disgruntled that he did not get any of this piquette by trying to throw down my uh, sparkle glass. <laughs> uh, I have the, the one flute I have. <laughs> needed to die. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so this is a, a good point to bring up the flute versus regular glass for sparkling wine. What do you guys think? I personally prefer a coupe with a hollow stem. 
I mean, I like flutes. Uh, coop with a hollow stem. It has to have a hollow stem, I think. Yeah, a like coop not without a hollow stem. No, that's no. That'll no go point out. Um, but that kind of just helps keep the yeah. But these the bubbles. tulips are nice too. Yeah, they've got a nice shape because it just helps with the bubbles. Mm-hmm. And aromatics. Yeah. What is your sparkling vessel of choice? Uh, I prefer uh, a glass like this or a coupe glass. The problem with coupe glass is that it's really hard to get any aromas. Well, that's the ones that have the hollow stem. The aromas released a lot more because Maybe my way are not hollow. The bubbles like cycle through the stem. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it just helps keep it. Kind yeah, of... it's almost like a continuous loop. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Mm-hmm. I'm weird in the sense that I'll just, I'll do cantium bubbles. Mm. I just, I like vintage better. I like I tend to like a flatter. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, Ouch. It's, it's, he's, he's so how do you drink your beer? I drink it, I mean, I'll drink it in several glasses. Do you open it up? I mean, and you decant your beer too? No. Okay. No, no, no. Drink it the next just, day? I just, I, I don't like super bright bubbles, you know, mm. if I'm just drinking bubbles. <laughs> if I'm having it with something, then it's awesome. Like, okay. But I prefer, you know, I tend to prefer vintage where it has a little bit more of that, like, that kind of bread, yeasty quality. Mm, yeah. Where you can, you know, too many bubbles, you can't really get those flavors. They get kind of masked. Fair enough. Yeah. So this is the one of the two coupe glasses I have left. This is not a hollow stem. Yeah. See, this is what you're doing wrong. (laughs) That's great for cocktails. Not great for champagne. Hidden says it's great for just chewing on. The Marie Antoinette glass. (laughs) Ah. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. 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 You got it. We'll just leave that reference cryptic. I don't know the reference, so. It's designed after her bust. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know I that? Love this. <laughs> now I love it even more. You of all so, people, I think, would have known that. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we were expecting you, of all people, to, to really know yeah. uh, and uh, bust that out on us. Uh, but I guess you weren't able to put your breast foot forward. Oh, mm-hmm. oh kill me with these puns. Yeah, There's I know. So There's the tits. You're so funny there. <laughs> Just wow, that was mm-hmm. Bravo. Yeah. Right. What can I say? I like puns. <laughs> they're 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 funny. They're puns here for them. <laughs> that's true. James would have probably about six or seven more. I know, right? <laughs> and that's especially because that's his period of history. James can now join us tonight um, for James Menu. Okay. Of uh, Vino Zona. Gotcha. I know too many James. I know. There are too many James. Excuse me, Pippin. The guy that administered my vaccine today was James. I didn't ask. He told me. Oh. Come on, Pip. I wasn't no. there for chit-chat, but he had a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was told by the, uh, the nurse that did mine that I had the same tattoo as her husband, and I was like, I doubt that. What? Okay. Which one? Wait, did she say a husband or her future husband? (laughs) 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 It probably stabs me right in the middle of my tattoo. I was like, thanks. I know, right? uh, I've heard heard those pickup lines before. Like, those are the best. (laughs) Yeah. The tattoo of my future husband. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I just blew the mind of mine. I was like, you have allergies? Yeah. I'd be contrast dye. What? It's like 0.1% of people have that. It's like, I've never heard of that. I'm like, me neither. 
can I have the vaccine now? <laughs> so it means you can't, well, you should be able to do MRIs as long as it's not it just intravenous? Makes, no, it just makes me vomit every time. Oh, okay. It's fine. So it's not a deathly... No, it's not a bad reaction. Yeah, that, it's, just, it's like basically that milk and manganese. But if you move in a CT scanner yeah. or MRI, you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it again. And it sucks. <laughs> I've not had one done since I've been tattooed, but I hear uh, that flares up pretty good too because of the uh, metal and uh, some of the inks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Like my mom said, I guess she has her... Um... Oh, can I take a picture of that before we pop it? Oh, of course. The wax job. Yeah, the wax job. It's. I like the concept of the wax. I don't like the color of the wax. I love the color of the wax. It's a little too flushy for me. It's a little <laughs> bit more pink hue for me. Just saying. I think they were going for like a, a rose gold here. Yeah. Hey Pippin, I, do you want to be my friend yet? Step up. No. Okay. <laughs> Step up. Come on, you flew to me earlier. But now Daddy's here. I don't remember. I have another pickup. Oh wait, we didn't talk about the label. Remember? That's true. Oh yeah. Oh, Megan's got to do her job. Megan. Because it's fun. <laughs> it is. I, I I really enjoy his labels. Me too. With this, what, what is that plant again? Uh, uh, century cactus. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, century plant, also known as the god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are super cool. I I appreciate that they've got the big version, you know, and then the little one with the actual agave plant. Yeah. Part. What's kind of interesting though, look at the colors on it. Mm-hmm. And the colors. It's the same. Like, yeah, it's the same I, palette, which is kind of interesting. It's bringing that. Yeah. Matching the organic color of the wine. Which makes me wonder. Because we, you know, um, you guys had nothing to do. Also, no, but um, hold on, words coming. Should mention that this one also is from Arizona. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Michael is a graphic design person. Uh, I want to know that he did a lot of graphic design work, which makes me wonder if he kind of did some of the same things, like he tried to do it with the dried wine and, and to get at least the color palette. I don't know. Might have. I mean, it matches. It has yeah. a very Arizona yeah. sunset look to it, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty shady. Yeah. Such. yeah, it's really pretty. I like it. Yeah, I think across the board, all of his labels are really good. Yeah. 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 I yeah. He's always got good stuff. Yeah. I didn't know he's a graphic designer, so that brownie points there. What else can Michael do? What else I know. Michael what do? doesn't he do? Exactly. Sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Have free time? Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. All right. So next up is our only out of state uh, piquette. Also, uh, whoa, nice head on there. Nice to note uh, there was actually a sediment in the top under on the. Oh, oh. interesting. Sorry. can do it. I just didn't want to hit Kim's glass. Well, I like to make them complicated. That's a pretty color. It is. It's very. It almost matches the wax, actually. Yeah, I wonder if that was like a a plan. I bet it was. I mean, and maybe it just got. But it probably also got more oxidized since then. Well, true. Yeah. Like maybe it started off closer to that. It looks like a Munich malt beer. Super fruity on the nose. Whoa, yeah. Oh my god. It, it makes me think. Super uh, tart. Mm. Yeah. It makes me think of, what's that Belgian fruit beer? Frambois. Frambois, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, oh, wow. it smells like raspberry preserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Super it smells raspberry, like, a little bit of floral. It's a little sour. 
sour on the nose. Like, I wonder if it has Ooh. some, like, lacto. Holy. Almost certainly. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe what? even some bread. Wow, what's a great one? Yeah. I get that, like, orange. Mm. Like, so this like, says... Uh, you can get from bread. So this says, fermented with native yeast, handcrafted with minimal intervention, unfined and unfiltered. Ooh, that is ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Super okay. bread. Yeah. It's, so it's an orange wine, orange bouquet, but what is the grape? Um, no idea. <laughs> and it does not say. So my oh. guess is that... I wonder if we can look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. I'm intrigued because it's very... Um, uh, I know they're growing a tall. lot of different... I know they're growing a lot of different varietals uh, on site. And so maybe it's a collection of all of them. So that way they have enough to, you know, ship this out to Arizona. It's very tart. Yeah. Yeah, This is so much just like a sour beer. Yeah. Yeah. Pippin, come say hi to me. (laughs) We should all switch chairs, right? Musical chairs. Good. Change places. Musical chairs. I went to look it up on my phone too and I realized, oh, my case is empty. Oh, would you like your phone? I don't know. What's the battery on? Uh, it is. I accidentally took a screenshot. <laughs> 44%. That's good enough. Time to get you home. It's fine. It's fine. This phone has been through some things. Have you dropped it into a bin yet? Not this phone. <laughs> what was it? Was it 18? Bree? When you were, you and my phone were still there? And I yeah. dropped my phone in yeah, my old 2018 phone. Yeah, 2018. I dropped my old phone into a tank of juice and I dove in after it. Oh, now it was only 19 inches because I just took a dip. So I 19 inches deep of juice, but you know, that's like mm-hmm. most of my arm that I dove in afterwards to find it and it was fine. Because uh, the viscosity of juice is a lot denser than water, so it takes a little longer for it to soak in, soak into your speakers and stuff. So I was able to clean my phone and and uh, it, it worked just fine until I shattered the screen and the antenna on a barrel when I was climbing barrels. So don't keep your phone screen side out on your butt pocket climbing and sitting on barrels. All right, I'm not finding varietal. Yeah, my guess is that it's probably a number of different varietals. Well, it's funny because like on their website they have a bunch of their other piquettes and pet nats that all list the varietals. There's even one called Field Blood Piquette, and this one just has no information. So. so, are the other ones also distributed? I don't know. This is the only one I've seen here. Because if they have to hit a certain volume, I think maybe this it's is the one that I tried the Otter Brat free. Yeah, because it was brand new too. It just, just also the tartness makes me think of like other fruit wines I had. But also makes like, me think of sweet tarts too. Yeah, yeah. But just see the TA, the it just makes me think of certain fruit wines. Like you guys made an apple wine one time. The TA is fucking like oh, thirteen yeah. grams per liter. Or, no, wasn't, wasn't it, it higher? Like Twenty something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's higher. But I, I've made a cherry wine a long Jesus. time ago, and the TA yeah was like eighteen grams per liter, mm-hmm. which you're just you tried it, you're like holy shit have to throw a little sugar in to just balance that motherfucker out. Right. And for those of you listening at home, seven is the uh, threshold. <laughs> no, I mean, 8.2 is a, yeah. a decent number, but you don't really want to go too much higher in, <laughs> in wines. <laughs> it's a delicate Adam doesn't like Pippin. <laughs> I don't like Pippin. I just don't like being bit. 
Now, I don't know what this is made from. I wonder if what is today. No, they're not open because their their taste room is open fairly late. Let me see the. Do they have any um, tech sheets on there? On their website? No, and this one's not even on the website. So they might have been sold out of it. Yeah, I bet you that mm. the distributor has the rest of it. Well, here's a question. Because it's a paquette, do you have to label it as a sparkling wine? I didn't. And actually, like, we had no idea what the fuck to call it. And yeah. so when we were trying to figure out what we should submit it as... This is white table wine. This looks up a bunch of piquettes in the TT registry. Well, got one. To see what other people were doing. Because because probably, yeah. yeah. Red table wine. Yes, I'm sorry. Saying, what you were saying? Yeah, sorry. Oh, just, we had no idea what to label it as. Like, when we were filling out our exemption of COLA paperwork. And so we looked up a bunch of other piquettes in the TTB registry to see what they were categorized as because it is such a weird product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just went with, I think, what, white table wine? Um, says sparkling Vidal Blanc. Oh, so you did go with sparkling. Well, that's what the label says, but I'm not sure what we filed the paperwork on. filed for an exemption of cola and we didn't actually so so what is exemption of cola so basically in order to ship your wine across state lines you have to submit it to the um, ttb for approval and cola is a certificate of label approval okay and so you have to do that for every wine if you have any intentions of selling it outside of state if you're only going to sell it in the state that you produced it in, then you can file for an exemption of COLA, which still has to be approved, but it's a lot less work and it's a lot less likely to get, like, get submitted for changes or be heavily scrutinized by the federal government. So we can't actually sell this out of state, but I think next year we'll do a COLA for it Ooh. and be able to ship it. Yes. We get to buy cases first. <laughs> I better hurry before I drink it all. <laughs> next, next year we'll do treats. Yes. Again, still, yours is my favorite. It's not in a tank and I can't just drink it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which is like this time of year every year. I'm like, damn it, my favorite rosé is out of tank. Uh, yeah, we have the, we have the problem with the Vermentino. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to make... Uh, what we're gonna make like sixty cases. I think we're down to fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Just because everyone's like, that's so good, and I need to taste test it. Mm-hmm. So everyone's been drinking it. Yeah, cellar evaporation. It's yeah. Weird how that happens. Man, so the hackers in stainless steel tanks too. Yeah, man, like, crazy. whoa! <laughs> I know. I'm so surprised. I just and only in certain things. I know. It's very it's specific. Very, very strange. Yeah. Only the highest quality wines seem to have that <laughs> evaporation. Something tells me that uh, this one was not one of those that lost a lot to cellar evaporation. Well, I mean, I wonder what it tasted like, though, before it got so bratty. I mean, this... And to be honest, I have been holding on beer. Um, I bought it at uh, Lloyd's Liquors in Prescott. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long it was there. Oh, I think I've had this... I, I don't know if I've had the same exact one from them, but the other bottle of Piquette that I've had from Old Westminster came straight from a distributor rep, and 
still was super bready and mm-hmm. drank it up all like this. I kind of feel like with some age on this, if it settled down, it would almost do what, you know, when you age beers, where it's almost a kind of like cognac quality. Yeah. Maybe. Although that breath's just going to go worse. Yeah. But again, it's not going it, to, you're definitely going to have to want to be a sour. Mm. Pippin, are you going to eat the label? I found it. Did you? Good job. It's Pinot Gris. No, that's a different one. <laughs> just like, absolutely not. <laughs> I saw that one. The name of... <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, no. <laughs> See, it has a different name. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm serious? It's still pretty color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that color is pretty awesome. Mm. I tried, Kim. I tried. <laughs> She's exhausted the internet. Oh. I guess... I didn't say that I exhausted the internet. I said I tried. <laughs> Not very though. Oh, now it's... Damn it. Pippin, are you a photographer as well? Huh. He's like, how do you the camera, huh? Bite everything. Yeah, he likes to nibble on everything. It's kind of funny. I'm just... I want to find this. I found some weird it's shit. It's got before. a mission, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I guess the last time this happened, I had someone I knew, they just called the winery in Germany. <laughs> we were drunk. We had a, a spot lace. Well, she's a visiting Italian winemaker, and it's like, I don't know, equivalent of 6 a.m. in Germany. Yeah. At like 2 a.m. here or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're drinking, and she just can't find the text sheet, and she just calls up the winery. Someone answered, I'm like, do you speak German? She's no. No. Chad broke in English. Thankfully, the person that answered at the cellar knew some English, and I'm like, you just do that? She's oh, all the time. I'm like... I like you. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I am not expecting an answer anytime soon. Emailing him? Ah, uh, yes. Nice. What am I looking at? This is not what I want. This is a random sheet. Of maybe not. There's like seven results. He was thinking about. I could see it. I'm good. I was like, I will bite her ears. Yeah. He was on Cody's shoulder and was just giving me that side look like mm-hmm. <laughs> I could jump over there and bite the shit out of you right now. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I need both hands here. Come here. This is your awkward pause. Pippin's not a dog. <laughs> Although sometimes that works. He gives zero facts. <laughs> I pissed off a caramel one time, whistling at it, and it dive bombed. <laughs> <laughs> like attacked me. I was on trampoline. I was like diving That's under the great. trampoline. Yeah. Oh god. Ah! Do not lick the phone. I'm not done yet. Pippin. Come here. You already flew to me. I actually, I'm not emailing them. I'm messaging them on Instagram. Nice. I need to get the phone. That's what she said. 
And of course, it happens too quickly. Arg. Yeah, I can't find it. I'll like find it one. Makes me so mad. We tried. And uh, maybe I can put it in the show notes uh, if they ever respond. Oh, perfect. And send out a text to us, maybe? I will. Uh, I'm also going to, for shiggles, uh, see if they are open right now. I doubt it. Yeah, I think it's too late for that. Because I don't remember them being... I think that it's... I think that it's... I've yeah, they're closed out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so... Tell me this isn't the label. That is the label. I click on this. It goes to their website. And this is how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> Kim has also brought her pet bird to the table. says it's Pinot Gris. Huh. But it's I mean, the color, name. The color would make sense, though, for Pinot Gris. Because uh, Pinot Gris, when you do it Romano style, has that weird sort of coppery pink color. Totally. So I could see this being Pinot Gris. Yeah, but now it's you being... You guys may our mystery to get some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. We're going to have fun tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Hopefully if you keep moving it, that helps. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. getting sore because I stopped moving. Yeah. That could be. I mean, this isn't bad. It's growing on me. I mean, so does fungus and bread, but... Um, the Looking at it in the flute, uh, you can see that the bubbles, actually, there's quite a lot of... Uh, fuck, I can't remember the actual real word. So we'll call it bubblage. Or petulance. Petulance. Yes. Petulance. Quite a lot of... Not petulant. Yes, it is. That was a petulant child, yes. <laughs> no, we already have one of those here. <laughs> Speaking of uh, petulant children. Come on, we need to get this in the background of the video. Do 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 do. Pippin, please stop chewing on the phone. It's delicious. Please stop licking the phone. But it has more of your attention than I do. Mm-hmm. It's completely <laughs> unacceptable. The phone must die. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the phone. Okay. I'm... It's not my favorite just because of the... Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's, I mean, we're talking about it. It's definitely a, a discussion point line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the other two that we've had so far are definitely better examples. Mm-hmm of the goodness of Paquette. I think that this also just needs a particular place. And I'm not sure what that place is. Bavarian fair. Yeah. What was that giant turkey like? Mm-hmm. Or... What is the traditional pairing for, like, sour beers? Not my... Uh, I don't know. I'm not, big, I'm not a big sour beer fan. Yeah. I mean, neither are I. Maybe but... I like them in small quantities, which is pretty much what I would say about this. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't have more than... A glass what of I, No, more than what I poured us. <laughs> like, I have Hey, Google. Glass. Hey, Google. Fuck you, Google. Come on. 
piece of shit. Why aren't you talking to me? Probably because I'm just, I was like, like, because you're being mean. <laughs> I would love to have tried this wine when it was not as bready. Yeah. I think when this was younger, it would have been much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 2018. These are meant to drink fresh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mario! <laughs> Life up. We, we, we uh, leveled up our knowledge yeah. of piquettes <laughs> with this wine, clearly. <laughs> Why are you not letting me... Fine, I'll have to do this stuff. Pippin? Let's see. What is the traditional pairing? What is the traditional pairing? Pairing for... Like, it's still got... Fruit... Sour. Help if I can spell sour right. Beers. How do you spell sour raw? S O W E R. Is that a common misspelling that you do? Apparently. It was very fast on us. I was thinking about it. Were you having the same internal dialogue? Okay, so apparently. It's often like meats, like pork, uh, or like seafoods, like crab and lobster. I would have like oh. a brat with sauerkraut. Yeah, I think this would be yeah. a brat with sauerkraut. That's what I said, like Bavarian fare, like yeah. seafood with sours. Um, no. Yeah, I, that's like, <laughs> that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, no. I think that looks like was full of crap. Isn't that right, Pippin? I think there was also just a catch-all. It's like, yeah, put it with meat or seafood. Right. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. okay. So, so a protein of some sort? Yeah, okay. yeah gotcha. <laughs> Goes well with food. What? Wow. Weird. Really? Thought? Speaking of food, could you hand me a cracker? $20. Would you call me? I'm not calling you a cracker, cracker. <laughs> Responses were very different for that. I mean, we're all technically crackers here. It's C-R-A-Q-U-E-R, crack air. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't come from anywhere in Western Europe, it's a sparkling white. <laughs> My sanity's already been cracked. <laughs> Someone said sparkling hoses, hose around me today. I was like, sparkling mm, hose? Oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, it's a very just... H-O-E-S? Hose? Or H-O-S-E? S-E, but yeah. Was it Aaron? Yes. <laughs> it was not to me. It was on the phone. And I was like, you can't just be throwing words like that out. <laughs> okay, my next paquette's going to be called Sparkling Hose. Sparkling Hose, yes. That's a great name. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me of my dream sparkling wine that I would like to make or have someone make for me. And I'm going to offer this to the universe to someone to make all I it's ask. It's not the sea, right? No. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Sorry. Because the name <laughs> doesn't work for a Malvasia. <laughs> I want it to be made from something dark and brooding and red. Mm-hmm. And done as either a pet net or a sparkling wine or a sparkling red. I, I would think Sagrantino, Petite Syrah, maybe Syrah, like Shiraz is in... Mm-hmm. 
there, or you know, something dark and bold. I want it to be called Sparkle Sparkle Goth. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if I were a fan of sparkling reds, I might offer to help you out with that. Yeah, it's not my really. Mm-hmm. It's not my they, they are really hit or miss. I've had some yeah. great ones. Uh, I had an Italian sparkling red made of Vernacchia Nero, which was gorgeous. It was like almost chocolatey. It was like sparkling cherries and chocolate. It was phenomenal and dry. Uh, I've had good sparkling shiraz, bad sparkling shiraz. Um, I also had a really nice sparkling red cab franc from someone where in the Loire that went amazing with red velvet cake. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, cab franc would be good for that too, or petit verdot. But this is again my dream that. Okay. Are you playing dead? Yeah, I'm confused as to what he's doing. He's being a goofball. So, Megan, tell us what you think about this label. It's boring. <laughs> okay. It's just text, and I feel like it's very basic text, too. I mean, it's fancy, but... Yeah, it, right, a lot. Just, yeah, I feel like it's just that kind of French script, and they were just like, ah, do it. Yeah, and just there's no thought that goes into this whatsoever, and I'm sad. Although I do kind of like the 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 sparkling wine and alcohol content font. That one's kind of fun. But yeah, there's no pictures. There's nothing on this. It's boring. You know. Um, what did you think of the wax dip? I do like that. That's the half. Yeah, yeah, and the half, half I feel like was kind of elegant, and I feel like the the color actually looks nice with that font and then with the mm. with the color of the wine too yeah. I feel like that all kind of has an old timey vintage kind of antique yeah. look that I, I just, think is nice but I like the idea and they dipped it twice you got a little you can see the overlap yeah the overlap so it's a thinner hotter wax which is cool but I still think I like the concept of the color but it's too flushy for me mm-hmm. like I mean come on yeah. It's just, it's too flushy. Maybe a little pinker, a little more, I don't know. I don't like it. Is this podcast allowed to be not safe for work? Yeah. <laughs> I've already said fuck a number of times. Because we call that color of duct tape dick skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not saying it. Yeah. But I was, yeah, that's exactly It looks like a dick tip. Thank you, John Scarborough. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, the legendary Scarborough who has left the wine industry forever. Probably. Not forever. He might be back. He might be back. I hope so. Forever is a long time. Yeah. You might get bored with beer. Beer and come mm-hmm. back. Or printing money, as he calls it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, you know, harvest 24 7. Yeah, that's yeah. gotta be rough. Yeah. Sellfire's so gonna walk around it. Yeah. Well, Jason, you know, side note Jason, who works with us, he left. He went over to Superstition, the meadery. He's like, Guys, I get a fall. (laughs) Fuck you. He's like, I actually can enjoy the fall. I'm like, you can fuck off, asshole. Yeah. Let's uh, Yeah. 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 Thank you. Don't like this. Me neither. I just, I can't. I gotta rinse. Yeah. Give you a little rinse. Here too. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta rinse with something. Okay, yeah. smell it. Ah. Okay, but also, can I just have one more? So, no bottles this at home? No, there are currently zero bottles this time. 
Okay. It doesn't last long. I fucking love this shit. I won't drink it all the time. I will drink it for breakfast. Then we kill this. This is a breakfast. With like brunch. Eggs Benedict. Just eggs brunch. Benedict or just like scrambled eggs. This is this is what a brunch of breeze brings to brunch. A bunch of breeze breeze to brunch? We've decided the group of breeze is a brunch of breeze. I like that. That's good. And, uh, <laughs> because, and a bunch of brunch. Brunch of Breeze drinks Kimosas. Kimosas. Nice. Okay, now I, now I have to know if there was a plural of me, what, what would my pluralized... Mm, can we think about it throughout the podcast? This, this came organically, like, yeah. we didn't think about the names, it just happened during brunch, and when I could smell all the mimosas, yeah, scrambled toast. Excuse me? The same though as scrambled toast. Carrie <laughs> very famously said it brunch one day. Oh, yes. Yes, it's not French toast, it's scrambled toast. No, it's scrambled toast, which yeah. is not... Like it. it is scrambled toast. It is scrambled toast. Like, it's absolutely spot on. It's like, yeah, you weren't wrong. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mine is I almost couldn't understand how to spell mimosas, and Brie had to spell it for me. It's like, it's like Kim, mosa. Kimosa! Osa. <laughs> that was a morning. <laughs> so who would like to open our last piquette? It's your turn. Oh. I, I assisted on the first one. That's true. Yeah, yes. they tag teamed the first yeah. one. <laughs> there, was one. there were struggles. Struggles were happening. Struggles are real. We were definitely on the struggle bus. I will say that the uh, partially waxed was significantly easier, easier but awkward. It's still the same. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I, was, I was worried it was, it was going to uh, suffer from most things that were waxed and stick to the bottle. Yeah, the wax all came off. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's like the the different types of consistency of wax. Mm-hmm. So we waxed it some of our bottles. It's a thicker wax, and it's also not as hot, I feel like. Just like the Maker's Mark wax, we were watching them dip. It just runs, and it's a different consistency. Yeah. yeah, so you can get different types of wax, more plasticky, more wax wax, and so they're going to stick. Yeah, and it has to do with heat, too. I know yeah. that, for sure. It's on the heat really that it's applied, it yeah. Like ours, I don't think it's hot enough. Yeah, we still have trouble with that at a few yeah, different wineries. We're also waxing in 48 degrees. So, it, Ooh, yeah. It, yeah, it hardens up That's what she said. Uh-huh. I don't think that's what happens at 48 degrees, Cody. No. No, I think not usually. So, Scobbering did one that uh, I think was pretty spot on with their, um, it was one of their double IPAs. The Excuse me, Pippin. Wax on it actually it was surprisingly well done. Nice. Well, if you need a break from your oh, hey. job, you can come over and wax our bottles. <laughs> We've got no, about think, five pallets worth still to do. I think Oddity's got the waxing thing down. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect amount of yeah. wax. <laughs> so easy and fast. Just glue gun. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's next? What's the next vintage of uh, Oddity going to have? Ooh, so this week actually mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday. So, yeah. Thursday or Friday, they're gonna bottle over at Four Eight. They're gonna bottle our 2018 extended barrel aged Tempranillo, oh, which nice. is Siren. Okay. And for those of you familiar with our Oddity brand, we have a really badass like skeleton mermaid logo. Thanks. So She's cool. the Siren, oh, and so it's actually screen printed on the glass for this oh, vintage, and it looks so dope. It is a gorgeous. Yeah. Aaron just came by. Aaron came by to borrow a few things for barrels to plug holes. 
and he showed me pictures and I was like, it's amazing. He didn't need something to plug the bunghole, just just a leaky hole. <laughs> well, if he's got a leaky hole, then definitely it sounds like a problem. He should yeah. see a doctor for that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, he showed me them and I'm like, those are badass. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know the wine. Oh, delicious. wow. That's awesome. I'm going to definitely need one of those just for the bottle alone. I'm going to put a face mask coming out. Right? That thing is dope. Are are you doing patterned face masks? Okay, so Aaron, like, drunkenly ordered a custom... You were responsible for this? For the drunkenly part? No. Or the No, the one pointing him in the right direction. Okay. (laughs) So Adam pointed Aaron toward ordering face masks with the siren. So Aaron drunkenly was on Amazon and found somebody who like custom designed face masks nice. and got just four of them. <laughs> so, and just four. I keep forgetting to but need to reach out to the person that does our merch and see if they have masks like that that we can get that done. Because that would be awesome. I mean, basically, uh, mostly at work I'm wearing N95s. Yeah. Um, but occasionally I wear a mask over that just to be a pedantic. Navigator yeah. style that I wear because and it would be good for you because you have a beard. Yeah. yeah. Well, the navigator also would make me look even more like a cowboy. There you go. Yeah. Out there on the Well, I've got the, yeah, the ear that hold them up too. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I can't do the neck ones anymore unless they have those because they just, look yeah. and they're just like, so uh, anything other than the siren? Okay, so that's getting bottled. That's our 2018 vintage. We skipped 19, and then this past vintage, we I made us a white, a new changeling at uh, Page Springs, and then Aaron made um, a Barbera and a Malbec at 48. Both are really blended, tasty. or no? Both separate. Okay. I'm sharing with you, Adam. Single. So what's the what's the new changeling blend? No sir. It's Raising Roussan and Vidal Blanc. That's something to start with. Yay! I finally got a poop in. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna eat my earring. Yes. He might. <laughs> if you're lucky. Or your sweater. <laughs> or my ear. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. oh, there you go. Must we'll play with the earrings. Wasn't okay. the uh, Barbara the most light <laughs> fermentation yes. I've ever seen? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So Aaron is like, it's just the most polite fermentation. It's just happy. It has its own acid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get too hot or too cold. I don't really have to worry about it. Yeah, it just ticked along. I'm like, you know what? I kind of, st- I totally stole that from him. Like, Barbera pretty much makes itself. Yeah. It's so easy to work with. It does. It just has its it own does. acid. It's just like, it is always a polite fermentation. Like, <laughs> the Barbera really we say got. That. Yeah, the Barbera yeah, we got. Never the acid. You should give it a name like the Butler then, or, or something like exceedingly polite. Unlike uh, VA, which can do weird things if you fucking look at it wrong. Okay. Grenache is like that too. Anyway, speaking of reds, uh, this is the 2020 paquette of Cabernet Franc. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> avoided me completely. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, ex- he's excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> How are you now? How are this, you now? This Good news. honestly makes me think Cabernet Franc. It does. It does. It's not unexpected. There's no, no unexpected like aromas. Sorietally correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still got good, good color extraction, too. Mm-hmm. It makes me, uh, you know, I got raspberries and cherries in here, maybe a hint of chocolate. Pippin obviously really likes this one because he's hovering around my glass. 
So I'm like super curious about this one. Like, yeah, I wonder how he got rosé of Capra. Yeah, because the color for me, like, and then add wine back into it to like color it up. Because some people do add, yeah, some of the like first wine back into the piquet to give it a little more body. Huh. I've heard of this practice. Hmm. You would think extraction though, because it slows the alcohol, or if it, you know, if the main wine is finished, you'd think that it would get a little bit more extraction well, just, if it's already got the alcohol. In it. Well, but like if you think about it, there's there is no sugar left. So like a red, from a red ferment. Yeah, True. a red piquette's yeah. gonna be more of the way that you make a grappa. Mm-hmm. So you press off, you keep the natural yeast that's there from your fermentation, and you add water and sugar. Back. So you can actually control the alcohol percent you're gonna end up with, and then with grappa, then that goes to be distilled. So you're not extracting a lot of color because you've already pulled all that color out during the fermentation. With all your skins. There's going to be some, but not this, not this dark. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this it is going to be a, Maybe he did make a cup from Crozet then, which would get this color. Right, because right. that would leave a lot more anthocyanins. Right, so you'd have better color yeah. pigmentation. Otherwise, I want to make a Calibri Grenache piquette next year, too. <sighs> That'd be cool. Just think about it. Is Calibri anything as good? Oh, I know. It's the, one of the few vineyards in the state I, I, I haven't been to yet, and I want to so bad. So it's magical. Yeah. Magically delicious. <laughs> There's your piquette name. There you go. All right. Or you could call it Fruity Pebbles because that's other one of the things that this is making me think of is Fruity Pebbles, oh, actually. Get some beautiful fruit notes to it. Mm-hmm. As I snort it up my nose. Kind of reminds me of like homemade fruit leather. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my number two favorite. Yeah, I would agree. Same. Yep. This is just as poundable and crushable as your piquette. Mm-hmm. No funk, no weirdness, no bread, no. Yeah. It's still very clean. Bottle yeah. condition weirdness. This is just. I want to sit back and fucking pound this. I feel like this is like a really good pizza piquette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll find that out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Any sediments? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can see, oh, there's some just bubbling. You know, because I came here from work, so. Just <laughs> my work flashlight. Flashlights. That's okay. Her pile of work pocket accoutrement. Oh, yeah, you guys can see that. <laughs> All of the pens that she steals from work. <laughs> no. Half these are mine, actually. Oh, half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that all came out of the pocket. That's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pens, by the way, for those that aren't here able to view this. Permanent marker. Ooh. Five pens and a sh- uh, Yeah, I'm like, intrigued. No, 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 no. no, no. This is what? These you guys want that? Oh, you can't. She sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hide this now. You're going back to this Where did you get that pen? I, want I that. ordered a packet. Uh, no, I didn't order. I got a pack of these at uh, CBS. Oh, one time. Really? Yeah. There's like seven or eight colors. I know. I, I They're really... like the really fine point uh, Sharpies. Oh, well, yeah. This is like, felt yeah. like, yeah. Not yeah. the felt felt, but yeah, I love these. Mm. I have multiple different colors that I draw with. That's fun. I mean, take notes with at work. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. This is an old one I found that. Oh, nice. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
this is old, but it still is beautiful and works. Mm. It's the same color as your nails. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I drunkenly painted my nails the other night, and I woke up in the morning and was like, oh, when did I paint my nails? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I did a good job. Yeah. I mean, they're already coming off because I can't wear nail polish to work because... Yeah, the proxy and just strips it off. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> Such a shame. I get a weekend out of it. <laughs> wow. Pippin. Oh, shit. Ooh. Pippin is Time out. Feisty. He's like, you're not paying attention to me. Well, let's all pay attention to Pippin. You come over here, I'd pay attention to you, but no. Yeah. You see? You don't want to see? It's like, no, you just did a run by. He already saw me twice earlier, so. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I enjoy this one. Yeah, this is phenomenal. I want to try more pickouts, you guys. I do too. Um, if I see any floating around, I'll be sure to grab some. Um, yeah, or just let me know. Uh, I didn't see any at Park Plaza the last time I was there, but Park Plaza doesn't always have weird stuff. Honestly, the weirdest place and most fantastic place to go for weird wines in Northern Arizona is Lloyd's Liquors and Prescott. And I found so many weird esoteric gems there. You know? Have you guys ever been? Mm-hmm. I have. No. Okay, so saying. you know. It's like, you go in, you can't find what you want, but you find like 20 other things. Like, how the fuck does this place have a Sauvignon in Northern Arizona? Or, really? <laughs> a Lebanese amber wine? What the heck? I wonder what Zach's bringing in up at, yeah, Vino Loco? Yeah. Right. I don't Zach, I didn't see any uh Well Zach is the ordering up there yeah. too, so it's we could probably harass him enough into bringing just to see because that'd be kinda interesting. Um yeah. I can probably just talk to my distributors. Well, that's true. That's true. You're people for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am I, a people for that for, I know for people Larmina, but through that people. Uh, also, oh, when I, I go, we'll get in touch with your people. Yeah. After I get vaccinated and things settle down a bit, I'm probably going to go back east and visit my godparents, right. or not godparents, sorry, uh, visit my godson and his family. And nice. uh, East Coast seems to be more of a hotbed for piquettes right now mm-hmm. than the yeah, West. Oh, for sure. Oh yes. Uh, and and it's, their like place hot. is only an hour and a half from uh, Old Westminster, and there's apparently a natural wine bar in Baltimore oh, that cool. I could probably go into and. Hmm. Ponder. I heard that somewhere in Sedona, someone's trying to open a all natural wine and craft beer spot. Yeah, I just I was wondering yeah. who you were talking to about Somebody, that. It was, but it wasn't. It was, you. it was when you popped over, and Aaron and I, where we were all talking, we popped over the other. And that would be the place bar? for it. No, here at, at the winery. No, I heard about for that. Oh. I think. At oh, then I guess he may have told me from. Yeah, I heard about the state bar. Someone I forget who's telling me. Um, was but it Sean? it's. It was Sean. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, it would yeah. Be. Of course it would be. But yeah, because Aaron, you, and I were all there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm interested to know if there's actually like a, a market, a niche for natural wines in Arizona. A lot of people I've talked to aren't super into natural yeah. wines. I mean, I like I like all most wines. I'll try everything at least once, um, possibly twice. And I've had some great natural wines, like some of the still ones from Old Westminster are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, is probably the worst wine from them I've ever tasted, to be honest. Um, but I've also had some bad natural wines, like, do you remember the Creepy Smiley Guy? Mm-hmm. What? We don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that wine. It was a Marzamino from 
it was a I got it from primalwine.com. It was a Marzamino and it had this creepy guy in a beanie with a really weird smile on it. Hmm. Hmm. And it was just horrible. The wine was horrible, the label was terrifying, it was all just awful. <laughs> one of the worst three wines we've ever had. It can't top the one-on-one Chardonnay. Nothing tops the one-on-one Chardonnay. Yeah, I wish I didn't accidentally delete that recording. So I was sad. a fucking moron. But That's anyway. Well. I really want to try pick up from Wild Ark in New York. That would be cool. Well, that would be good. I wonder, do they ship? Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, if you say you could probably get away with doing a bottle trade, perhaps it's worth thinking about if you want to get any of yours. I have a hard time not being judgy about natural wine just because I kind of feel like it's lazy winemaking. <laughs> I mean, it goes back to that. Like, it's, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it really is. My problem is that you have winemakers like James Callahan who says technically all I do is natural wine, but I'm not going to label it that it's pointless and well, he's I think a, a fantastic natural winemaker goes back to way back when we didn't have temperature control and you did it in your actual like cellar like in a cave like mm-hmm. you use the natural temperatures which that's great that's where we all came from but we have tools to make things better so why wouldn't you no. why wouldn't you one but also so I've had a lot of really really horrible <laughs> natural wine <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be lucky that I haven't had a lot So many things are wrong with them. Like, just the ferments went really bad awry, and there's lacto, and there's, I mean, there's just so many bad things. And that's one of my big arguments, too, is that the a lot of them tend to argue against sulfur. Sulfur's a natural product. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's already natural. Please Mm -hmm. just use it. Yeah. Right. And if you're really being asked about it, don't buy any packaged food. Like, yeah. I mean, it's my favorite thing, like at wine club events, when people ask, Mm -hmm. like, white wine. I can't drink red wine. It gives because me I'm a headache. To sulfites. Yeah, it gives yeah. me a headache because I'm allergic to sulfites. No, that's no. Because you're either allergic to tannins or you're drinking yeah. too much fucking red wine and it's a hangover the next morning. Oh, yeah. oh no, but my favorite, it's not a tan thing, but it still made me laugh. Um, I don't understand. I can drink two bottles of beer and I'm fine. I drink two bottles of wine. I'm so sick the next day. I think I'm allergic to wine. No, bitch. Beer is like 5% alcohol. Yeah, have you tried tequila? You're drinking tequila? Yeah, yeah. You're drinking 24 ounces of goddamn 5% beer versus 12.5% wine, and you're drinking fucking a liter and a half. Well, yeah, mostly, you're going to be. Most of it's just histamines anyway, because right. like, grape juice totally. has like 300 right. yeah. uh, so compounds in it, and finished wine has 3,000. Right. You know, it's I like, mean, you, come on. The odds of you being allergic to something in there are not surprising. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. She was just the, just literally just the person of alcohol consumption. Like, she had two glasses of wine, and she was, oh, I was like, wow, you're a lightweight. You shouldn't drink. So, here's a, so we're, we're on the topic of weird esoteric things that people bring up about allergies, etc., and wine. Something I've always kind of liked asking people. Yeast. Living organism? Oh, God. So, does it play into veganism? 
That is my favorite question. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, obviously we, you know, finding agents that are, you know, eyes and glass, egg right, lights. Right, yeah. So, you know. Those are kind of like, yeah, against yeast is technically a living organism, yeah. so mm-hmm. is it? You can't have alcohol. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't or have. Or the tattoo. Yeah. You can't have blue cheese. There's so many things There's you can't have. There's kind of red, uh, I mean, black ink. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. That's cool. The more the merrier. Which yeah. I love that, um... Moby is vegan for life on his neck. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay. Which animal yeah. did you inject into your neck to well, make that nice little yeah. statement? I just see the amount of like insects that sometimes come on. Oh, well, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. especially or coming other from things. Um, I've pulled a snake as a bit before, like birds that die in the nets yeah. and stuff. I'm like, yeah. So is there mice really? on the other side of distemmers, which is like good for you, buddy. Yeah. Like no, I mean like oh. alive. And oh man. Free. year and then he hung out on my arm for a while nice. all this summer. It was so cold because he came out of the refrigerator truck on the fruit and you just, you know, just trying to warm up back to and like, oh, oh so, it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that really no wine is vegan. No, no technically. Yeah. I mean, um, the amount of insects, unless, like, unless you are handpicking uh, and not netting and yeah. Oh, that's, that's, excuse me. Maybe they don't care about bugs, though. Yeah. They probably well, don't. yeah, I mean. But that's the thing. That's where, the only way. That, gets, line, and that like, draws the line at least for bugs and birds how, dying. How vegan are you? Right. But I mean, that still doesn't uh, answer the question of yeast. Yeah. Unless they uh, chauvinly don't consider yeast an yeah. organism worth caring about, which I think right. says but a like, lot about how most veganism right. is. Just just and here, here's my thing, though. Fungus, but right. It's still, it's still a living, living fungus, alive, though, yeah. yeah. But also, like, yeah. birds still lay eggs, whether they're fertilized or not. Mm-hmm. So if a bird is still laying an egg, or using those egg whites... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it alive because it was never fertilized? Well, they would no. consider eggs as not being vegan food anyway, so... Well, that, I know, but yeah. it could have been, yeah. Right. And, but they don't, no, if they think, it, oh, it could have been a bird, it's like, no, then you know nothing about how birds are kept uh, and, and regarding eggs. Right, but I mean, infertile. like, that all can go back I love eating meat. <laughs> yeah, same. I feel like if animals could talk, they would tell us which ones are the most tasty. I know, right? Speaking of, uh, his answer is probably for favorite meat would be chicken, uh, because he loves chicken and bones chicken, and when I have leftover wings, uh, or like bone wings, and, and oh. leave the bones, he will play with the bones and eat the, the, the flesh off of them, and like juggle them like halfway, and he'll like carry them out, and like they're like, and so it like, literally looks like... Like, imagine, like, uh, a, an image of, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex or an Allosaurus from, like, the Jurassic Cretaceous, like, holding a <laughs> giant sauropod bone in its that's mouth. Great. And I'm like, that's what it looks like when Pippin <laughs> is uh, eating bones. And I'm just highly entertained by that. But uh, before we depart, we have one last label to talk about. It's the same as the... No, it's not! Basically, it's the same layout. It's just different colors. Yeah, I appreciate. I... The colors are great. The colors are great, but I feel like it's harder to read. It is a little harder to read. The red that they've got is, well, the red is a little bit, I guess that's the only place the red is at. Yeah. This kind of like. But it makes you pick it up so you can actually read it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just I think it's still nice. They did it's a different look. I mean it's the same layout, but this one's got the kind of shading to it, whereas this one's just solid mm-hmm. white. Well, yeah. they across the three too that like they make me think of sake bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should do a sake cast. That'd be fun. I'm in. Yeah. I don't know enough about sake. I did one for the wine monk with the Arizona sake, but I think it'd be fun to do like more sake side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll have to talk about that another point. Uh, anyway, um, I think we're all in agreement that the Piquet du Vidal and the Cab Franc are the best two. Mm-hmm. For sure, yes. Uh, we're going to have to fight to try and keep a glass of at least one of those uh, <laughs> left for tomorrow's photography. Honestly, I'm absolutely okay with completely downing the Piquet du Vidal and just using the bottle for photography. But uh, because this is a different color than all the others, I can't, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the Vidal is its own color, too. Yeah. Well, but the point is that I still have... Bit. We have two white wine paquettes, so... Yeah. So we can we can drink one it of them. It does look really nice when you photograph it next to the label, because it yeah. is the same No, color. you should definitely keep some of the Vidal yeah. for... Like, even if it's shoot. just, like, two ounces. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just wish I had stoppers for all of these, because they're not going right. to have any bubbles tomorrow, but well, it is what it is. I didn't think about it. I have, like, two at home, but... I'm going to pull the second sample bottle. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. That's okay. Anyway, guys. Evaluation bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make America great again. Hey, Cheers. Wait, it's empty. I know. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I am too. I know. I, hold on. Uh, Pippin is... Can you pour? Uh-huh. I'm going for the doll. Mm-hmm. We'll save a little bit. I just need a splash. Yeah, so you actually, you'll, uh, you'll earmark a case for us, too. Hmm? If you'll earmark a case of that for us, too. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. grab an off. All right. Uh, uh, earmark for me four bottles. Okay. I can't do it. a list. Yeah. <laughs> I need at least Cheers. 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 No regrets when you're drinking the cats. No. Hey. Make America great again. This was an episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast, sponsored, produced, and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona Wine Monk. You can reach us at makeamericagrapepodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at, at theazwinemonk, or on Twitter at cvburkett. Be sure to also check out our website, makeamericagrapeagainpodcast.com.